It's time for the SVU After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. We are talking Season 20, Episode 21, Exchange, and Season 20, Episode 22, Dis. That's right, Dis. Stick around! You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Welcome to the SVU After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. If you have not already, go to YouTube.com, search for AfterBuzz TV's drama channel. That is where Law and Order Special Victims Unit lives. I'm a DJ today. You saw it. I'm Yael Teagle. I'm joined by Taylor Gates. What's up? You, you making fun of my move? I am. I don't know what happened, but that was it. All right. Um, before we jump into exchange and dis, let me please provide a hotline for anyone who may need it. If you find yourself in a situation perhaps similar to those of our friends from Italy, you might need the RAIN hotline. It is 1-800-656-4673. 1-800-656-4673. Yep, we're going to make a lot of terrible jokes, especially about Italy in this episode. Uh, So, content warning. You're warned. Great. Great. Exchange, what'd you think? What an episode. Like, what an episode. I it had its moments. Had its moments. <laughs> That's what you're going with? Mm-hmm. Okay. Italy. Italy. Um I really I think here's the thing about this episode. This was a solid episode for me except for one main thing that tanked everything else. I'm not going to lie. I didn't actually even with that one scene like I didn't I just something about it I didn't love about this episode. I, I didn't love the episode. It was just solid. It was a meh. Yeah. It was a fine episode. It was fine. Yes. I agree. It was like fine. Um, let's let's talk about exchange. Let's do that. Let's jump in. So we start with strip poker. Amelia sucks at strip poker. We discussed this before. She sucks at I think at it's unfair. I'm terrible at poker. I would be awful at that game. Yeah, but she's like, no one else is taking any other clothes off. That's not true. One of the boys was in uh, less was in his undies too. All right, well she's she's exceptionally bad. What that one girl is apparently great at it. Yeah, she took a bracelet off or something. It was a, a headband. A headband. Sorry, she, who wears headbands? Uh, that uh, someone. That girl. Someone knowing they're going to play strip poker. Honestly, yeah. You just. <laughs> I've never played, but I would just be wearing like you I'd wear be, as much. I'd as be you ready can. for the tundra, man. Yeah, you, you got a jacket on top of your shirt, on top of a tank top, on top of a bralette, on top of a bra. That's so smart. Thanks. Thank uh, you for teaching me this today. Yeah, and then each sock is its own item. Absolutely. Um, I'll also say that she was wearing, uh, Amelia was wearing a necklace and really should have taken that off. No, that necklace was from her mother. Yeah, but the kid from took off. From Italy. <laughs> the kid took off his watch and it was She didn't want to lose it. Sure. She'd rather take off her bra. Yep. Apparently not. So she leaves. We get this taxi driver who was skeezy. Yeah. Um, we then find her on the street. She's been raped. I wanted to talk about the taxi thing real quick. Let's just get through that. Um, so we end up catching him. It was the taxi driver who raped her. <laughs> we knew. Yep. Um, I. They make mention about how fast he was there. Like, oh, he picked her up quickly. I've never gotten a cab that fast. Oh, there's no record that he picked anybody up. No cab company said that they picked anybody up at from that area. Why didn't we go into that? Yeah, no, we kind of just dropped that. Yeah, there's something suspicious about this cab driver. Yeah, well, um, I'm assuming he's, like, real suspended slash never going to be able to drive again, but, like... Well, yes, he's going to jail for rape. Yeah. <laughs> but still, like, we should have done a deep dive into this taxi company. If you're going to point out that he was there 
unusually fast and didn't there was no uh, information saying that he was supposed to be on that street. Then go into that. Explain that to me. Yeah, we didn't. All right. So we meet uh, Amelia's family. She's got a sister, Laura. We miss like the best part. Yeah, I jumped ahead. What do you got? Olivia spoke Italian, <laughs> which is amazing. We love it when Mershka speaks Italian. I can speak for me and everyone I follow on Twitter. That's a highlight of our day every time it happens. <laughs> exactly. Thank you. No more Italian. I hate Italy. Italy. Um, I appreciate every time she speaks any language. Me, okay, that's fair, too. But it's like, it's, there's something like really like, ooh, like kind of sexy about the Italian. Yeah, Italian's a sexy language and Mariska's hot. I don't know. You're saying this. Like I'm sorry. A, I just I wanted to highlight it. Like, because it's exciting every time it happens. All right. We're like, ooh, it doesn't happen every episode. You know? It happened a, a lot thing. in this episode. No, it's a special thing. Happens a lot and then it's not subtitled. Ever. Yeah. I don't speak Italian. I don't. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. I don't either. Maybe I should learn that. Maybe I should get on Duolingo so I can understand SVU. And then you can talk to Mariska. Italy. Italy. Yes. Uh, all right. So we meet. Now can I talk about the family? Mm-hmm. All right. We meet Laura, the sister, um, who's been super cagey. And their foster parents, or not foster parents, the host parents, because they're foreign exchange students. Um, Richard and Mary. Yep. So anyway, uh it seems that the phone is being tracked back to Laura because we don't have Emilia's phone. On the phone, we can use the phone fare app, which gets us to the um, taxi driver. Is that a thing? Um, I assume there's an app where you can pay for your taxi. That's smart. Because I know that there are apps where you can pay for your parking meter. That's really smart. Yeah. I was just like, oh, that's like that's a good idea. Because if it's not a thing, it will be within the next year. Yeah. Um, so... Anyway, that's the taxi driver. Then we find out on the phone um, that there's a video. There sure is. Now we understand why Laura was being so cagey with the phone before. Yes. I, for for the life of me, couldn't understand why this girl's being ridiculous. Right. Like, you have her phone, you're hiding it, you're being crazy. Yeah, she was being real, real shady about it all. So that's why she's from. This video. She's at Hudson, though. Like, of course, she's going to be <laughs> acting certain ways. Hudson, she said Hudson. Like, <laughs> can we trust her? Really, a, a great place for higher education. Truly. Uh, so then we get facial recognition to one of the guys in the video, um, and it seems that it looks like Laura filmed this video. Yep. Uh, so. Rollins and Creasy go to visit the host family. There are no doors on the bedroom for some reason. Sketchy. And that's where we find out from the host mom that the girls were sexually abused by their father in Italy. Italy. Um, Amelia tells us that her father's in jail. Laura testified. Um, both girls tell SV what happened to them when they were four. And then we get this comment about Richard helped um, Laura realize that what her father did to her. I love him forever for that. Yeah, there's something real shady about all of that, especially the way she said that. I was like, mm. So then Benza reads the transcripts from Italy, word for word. They've been coached! Yep. They've been coached. Um, so, 
again with the Italian. She's reading it in Italian. And Amanda's like, excuse me? Yeah, she's like, in English? But the thing is, and again, I don't speak Italian, but I'm pretty sure what she said in English was the next lines and not what she had just read. Because what she had just read something said, like, Mama was at the market. It said something about her mom. So we know the story is Mama's at the market. Mm -hmm. And then the next line was the next part. And I was like, wait, no, she doesn't know what you said in the first line. What is this? No one speaks Italian here but you. And there are no captions. No. I mean, Amanda, that wouldn't have helped Amanda. Would have helped me. (laughs) Me too. Fair enough. All right. So, um, something's going on here. Finn goes to talk to a previous exchange student who was 16 when she lived with them. There were parties every night with booze. And Richard invited her to the den to watch film. It was porn. Bless you. Sorry. How dare you? Porn. You're allergic to the word porn. Yeah. That's it. Um, It was porn. What? But it was porn. Homemade porn of him and and the previous exchange student. Yep. Uh, So then. All right. Let's get to this. Amelia comes to Benson's home. Why? Well, Benson claims it's, you know, I need to talk to you and I'm sure you're sick of looking at the squad room. What? Uncomfortable. I don't think it's appropriate. It's not. (laughs) I think it's uncomfortable. It's not appropriate. Okay. I mean, yes. Is it a nice set that we want to see more often? Sure. Is it like comfortable and, and homey? Yes. But like, that's not okay. No. Also, when has it ever worked out well that you, like, invite someone from the case over and, like, that doesn't go awry some way? Yeah. There's just, that's not, it's not a good idea. It's not like she's in danger, she's housing her. You know what I mean? It right. was like, come over to talk to me. No. <laughs> like, because they always meet at, like, restaurants or parks, like a public place. Like, there's no reason for her to be at her house. Yeah, it's surprising they didn't go somewhere. I thought they were going to go somewhere real weird with it. Or, like, it was going to have a specific purpose because it was so out of the blue. Yeah, so the conversation that happens here, this is the scene that, like, really threw me off this episode. Um, Benson doesn't think that uh, the girls were assaulted by their father. She thinks that Richard coached them into believing this. Which is a thing I totally... Like, we have an episode about... There was a previous episode about... um, uh, memories. What are they called? Repressed memories. And then, right. and then there was also an episode. Um, oh, a great one with James Frain, where he convinced the girl that um, that her dad was raping her, but really he was raping her. Yeah, great one. Um, so Benson says to Amelia, "I need you to tell me again exactly what your father did to you." And then Amelia repeats the line again, and she says, "That's exactly what your sister said, word for word." So far, fine. This is Benson. Yeah. Those are fine things to say. Then Benson says something that I think Benson would never say. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. And should never say. Especially to someone who clearly was just raped. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. She says, do you want to know or do you know what I think? I think you weren't really molested by your father. I know that you believe that it really happened, but I think you were brainwashed. Do you really remember being molested by your father? Right. Like, that's that's a little out of line considering your position. I think that there are other words. I get, I get it. This girl was not molested by her father. I don't think at any time it is appropriate to say to a victim. You know what I think? I don't I believe don't you. I don't think so. I don't believe 
of you. Right. I don't think this is what happened. Are you sure? Right. Like, have the focus to be like, maybe someone planted it for like some reason. Yeah. Well, so she says, I need you to tell me again exactly what your father did to you. Okay. Tell me about how you felt during this. Yeah. Tell me about what you remember. The smells, a characteristic. The same question she asks every other victim. Right. Um, so then she says, who told you that? Who put that idea in your head? Fine. We're back on even footing now. Right. It's just we don't need our lead SVU person the head of the department, the woman that we come to trust, the woman who you're in her home, to go, are you sure this yeah, happened? Yeah, I think, I don't think so. I don't think this happened to you. Right. Like, and because, I mean, she has a strong inkling, but, like, she doesn't right. know it for sure, for sure. It could have been that, that Richard's abuse reminded her. Exactly. And that she heard her sister's story and was like, oh, those must have been the details about it. Exactly. At no point should we say to a victim, are you sure? Yeah. Do you remember this? I don't think so. Right. Agreed. It It's the most jarring thing on this show. Yeah. Because when somebody usually says that, they then become the villain. Right. Yeah. I agree. Anyway. So, uh, Richard proved it. How could he prove it? With, With his, his fingers. fingers. Um, he put them inside me and said he loved me. So, again, I think at this moment you go, well, does that, how does that prove what happened? Right. Like, Honestly, exactly, though. Like, I'm kind of getting how it correlates, but, like, it's not the, it I got doesn't nothing. prove, prove. It doesn't tell me anything. Yeah. So, again, not, I don't think this happened, but how did this Prove that. Exactly. You need her to get to it. At no point should our detectives go, nah, <laughs> that didn't happen. Here's what we think. Yeah. Here's it doesn't I, matter. Here's what I think. Okay, so Finn and Creasy go to pick up Richard. He's on the balcony. The wife has a bruise on her face. He admits that he loved the girls. Um, he's about to be what arrested. What I did was beautiful. Okay. Yep. He's about to be arrested, and he jumps off the balcony. Yeah, he sure does. I appreciated that. The the <laughs> like hearing Mary talk though was was wild. So she uh, then reveals that she was forced to watch him. That was just like added a whole new layer to everything for well, me. Because then she was like the the old bitch had to watch the that new bitches. That is the line that I was like, what? Okay, this came out of nowhere. Like. So, wait, did we figure out, did he, he, like, lure her in somehow, or were they, like, actually married and, like, chilling? So, they met when they were in high school. I assume that he was, I mean, I assume they were a couple, and he was into her, and then as she got older, he continued to move to younger. So, let's talk about that. Right. Like, let's talk about Mary, uh, the Mary of it all, because that was kind of a throwaway, but I'm like, this is real sinister, and, like... Yeah. It just like at like it is a whole new thing that we didn't really go into as much as mm-hmm. I think we should have if we were saying that. Yeah. But wow. instead we went, okay, that's enough of that. Jump um, off the roof. Yeah. Laura takes pills. Um and she says, I loved him and you killed him. So she's all 
butthurt that Richard's dead because she loved him is butthurt not the accurate. You're right. You're Thanks. right. We've gotten so much of that lately of like the younger girl who like we've had so much of this. Mm, that's true. Story of more woe. Whatever we talk about Wednesday. What was the title of that? That was exactly the, the story good girl. Of the good girl. Yeah. We've gotten a lot of the same kind of vibes. Yeah, why do we keep getting these infatuated young girls? I don't know, but it's kind of a pattern. It's, uh, because I know that we've definitely had episodes. There's, um, one of my favorite episodes from early, early on is Wonderlust. Oh, that episode's so good. It's like, that episode is so full of Lolita references, specifically from the novel, mm. that it's, it's like, Oh, somebody read that book and went, I have an SVU episode. You know what? (laughs) Um, But, like, there's a whole part where Benson talks about, like, when she was a teenager and, like, these types of crushes and infatuations. It just feels like there's been a cluster of them this season. It's a cluster this season that also, like, we're not addressing, but we're putting them in, like, like there is no other type of situation. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a situation that, like... It happens. obviously happens, and, like, yeah. they've put spins on them right? for all these episodes. It's not exactly the same. It's just sort of thematically mm-hmm. linked. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so then we get, I believe, both of our favorite lines from this episode. You want to say it together? Welcome to, to America. America. Land of the free, home of the sick bastards. Yeah, it's great. So good. Great line. Not Italy. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, and then the mom comes from Italy and all of them hug. Though I do want to touch on another like line yeah. that I found sort of problematic. Sure. I mean, I was like, hmm, if Amelia hadn't got assaulted by that cabbie, who knows how her life would have turned out. It's like, I mean, you're right-ish, yes. but like, odd way, to, odd way to put that. Right, like, we would have never figured any of this out had she not been raped. So... I guess Look it was on a the bright side. I was just like, was that necessary? It's an interesting point. I don't know that we couldn't have said it a different way. Yeah, I was like, this feels little yikes. Yeah. All right, let's move on to dis. Let's do it. Oh my gosh, dis though. Okay, so for those who missed the marketing, there was special guest star Snoop Dogg. Uh, for whatever reason, no marketing wanted to promote the lead of the episode. Orlando Jones, who at the current time, I believe, was starring also on um, American Gods. Mm. Orlando Jones is a huge, uh, very popular, well-known actor. But he's actor. not Snoop. I know he's not Snoop, <laughs> but he was the lead of the episode. Correct. It's like if um, in A Perfect Example... It's like uh, if in PC they're promoting that Sutton Foster was on the episode. Which would have lured me in, personally. But not Kathy Griffin, who was the lead of the episode. <laughs> You're right. That's correct. It's that. That is what happened here. So true. Thank you. All right. Oh, my so, gosh. What an episode. What did you think? Like, <laughs> I had to watch it a couple times and read a recap and be like, what are we saying? Like, what happened who is who because like it all got resolved within like six minutes at the end but like i thought it was like a very resolved is a loose start yeah it got quote-unquote resolved but this felt like a very much like a season 11 type just what does that mean i don't know because it like had so many like quirky weird lines that like it was just such an I enjoyed every minute. It was a wild ride. It was. Um, I definitely 
spent most of it going, is someone trying to tell me that Jay-Z is beating Beyonce? Yeah. Is they that really what tried. they wanted me to get out of this? They they definitely based some uh, some characters on some people. It was, I think, the clearest. It's as clear as uh, Caleb Bryant. Right. <laughs> who was not Chris Brown. No way. It was as clear as that, specifically when she calls him Jay. Yes! <laughs> when she calls him Jay, I went, oh, we're not, okay. Interesting. Yup. Um, Alright, so, <laughs> great. Is, where is Beyonce from? <clears throat> I don't know. Um, Bayhive? Let us know. Yeah, someone in the chat real quick. Where in Texas? Thank you so much. Houston. Uh, um, Thank you. Because our main girl's name is Dallas. Dallas. Oh, that was smart. <laughs> yep. They really subtle. <laughs> All right. Subtle. Guys, also, I don't think Jay-Z's beating her. We should, if we're worried about that, we should really check on it. I don't think we're worried about that. Okay. But this episode made me very concerned yeah, for her fair safety. Enough. Uh Anyway, so the episode starts with girls getting pulled over by the cops. <laughs> it's a, stream sa- a scene straight out of Crash. She's getting molested by them. And she knees him in the balls. And turns out it was a music video. I was upset. I was like, I want to know more about this girl. Like, <laughs> the girl in this video. Because I obviously I didn't know it was the video at first. Right. I was like, interesting intro. I thought when it started, when she said, let me at least look at you. I went, she's a cop! Oh. And then it was a music video. <laughs> I would love another episode with like that sort of... <laughs> Intro, but like, have it not be a music video because I was very intrigued by where that was going. Yeah, so um, it's a music video. She's. I really appreciate um, the the uh, guy being like, "Was that sexy enough for you?" She goes, "I'm trying to talk about police brutality and Black Lives Matter." Yeah, she could have like we didn't get to actually see that much of her in this episode, but she would have been an interesting character. I think I would have loved to know more about this character. Yeah. Uh, so we then see she has a bratty daughter and a security guy named Wallace. Wallace I caught, bratty daughter I got. No name. I think Alexis or Lexi? Something like that. Something like that. Um, We find out her name is Dallas. She's married to Snake. (laughs) Sorry. Like, they just really tried, didn't they? His name is Snake Eye. I didn't catch that until... His um, real name's Josh, Justin. Justin. But the um, billboard when they take him out of... Not the billboard, the marquee when they take him out of... um, of The Apollo, it says Snake Eye featuring whatever the girl's name. Snake. Yeah. Um, All right. So Dallas is found on the floor. Her head was beaten in. We meet this lucky Lou. He said he had a delivery, but wanted to see if he could catch a glimpse of Snake in Dallas. When Carisi says, Mm hey, what? Oh, it's a mongoose, isn't it? I was like, oh, he coming back. It's like, what kind of bike is that? It's a mongoose. Like there's like there's no reason for that. To be fair, though, SVU does have some lines that like go nowhere. Last episode, so many. Oh, I also forgot to touch. I just wanted to say my theory that I told you earlier. Yeah, really thought because the girls had barely any accents oh. in the last episode. I did not think they were from Italy at all. I thought it was some weird thing where they were like pretending to be from Italy or something. Italy. Because they even mentioned they were like, yeah, this accent, they they sound like they're from Westchester, New York. I'm like, because they clearly are, right? No, Italy they're was in Italy. fact their home. They're from a small town in Italy. Sorry, I just really wanted to throw that out there because I was so certain and then... I get didn't it. Didn't go anywhere, you know. All right, so Finn goes to Snake's concert at the Apollo. 
We have this real. I love this moment where he like registers him and brings him out. Um, they grew up together. Their moms were best friends. Uh, I I liked that. I kind of want that. I wanted that to stay. I wanted to I stay know, there because we don't get Finn doing stuff that much. Yeah. Um, we deserve that. We do. So a neighbor kept claiming that there were arguments. The police were called a couple of times. Um, we see bruises on Snake's hand, which leads us to our red herring, the paparazzi guy. Loved it. I like that he was like, he punched me. He paid, paid me. me. End of our business dealings. I was like, yeah, that's good. I love how like brutally honest he is about himself. Too. He's like, look, you want to be a celeb, you got to deal with dicks like me. <laughs> it's like he knows that he's. Terrible. Absolutely. Um, so then we get this rage room fake out uh, where we have video footage of Snake. I don't really understand why they were like, ooh, I'm so concerned now. Because, like, how is this different than someone, like, boxing? So he was, because, I don't, it was very hard to hear, but he was yelling at the doll and calling her Dallas and beating her with the thing. Which I get, but at the same time, I just, I feel like it's a channel for someone's anger, and I don't think that it, I would, like, throw me off any other way than, like, any other sport was. You know, because people yeah. are like, oh, picture the ball as someone you hate when you're right. playing baseball. Like, Is I don't know. I don't know. thing people say? Yeah. Okay. I played softball. I, I'm Shocker. asking. I don't know how sports work. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a thing. It's like, any sport slash physical rage activity, <laughs> I feel like that's not, like super unusual that's that's very in the water boy he's supposed to picture his bullies to tackle yes there you go (laughs) rage room yeah i kind of want to go to one now oh i totally want to go to a rage room they went to one on the bachelor one time maybe that's why i was like this is fine because they literally did this on the bachelor i mean the whole thing about a rage room is to let you get out exactly i think it's anyway becca did it so um Snake gets arrested. I think <laughs> any lawyer that he has would go, circumstantial. Right. Done. He'd be out. Um, Stone says to Benson, do you think he did it? And then Benson points out, at least, that when the wife is assaulted, the first stop is always the husband. Which I guess was her way of going, it wasn't him. Right. Hey, episode, it's not him. <laughs> it ain't him. Uh, all right. So Finn and Snake are having issues. He's told to step off the case. Snake's mom... Uh, Joe arrives. I love that she slaps Finn. I loved Joe in general. She was great. Um, so we get this story of how they know each other. She took Finn in when his mom died. His mom was shot after his dad ripped off local dealers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy that we don't know. Like, this did feel like this could be part of Finn's story. Like, I didn't feel like this was counter to anything we've learned about him Mm -hmm. rather than, you know, a little bit other of the season when we were like, I don't think that that's true. Oh, Cassidy. For Olivia, Amanda, lots of people. Oh, yeah. But here (laughs) I was like, okay, this feels like it could fit into Finn's story. But at the same time, it's so sad how little we actually know of Finn. Like, we don't even know anything about his parents before... This episode is that true? That uh, that is true because I, I I couldn't remember any other episodes that touched on it. Yeah, they uh, did not. So all we've known about Finn, um, his son, obviously, he has a son with his ex-wife, whose brother was in jail a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we know about Ken, um, and I guess we now know a lot. We know a lot more about his ex-wife and her family, um, and that her father was raping her, and that her. Uh, Darius is her son, not her nephew. 
right. played by Ludacris. God, what great Luda. episodes. Those episodes are so good. Um, but yeah, we never got any backstory on Finn other than this. And this season, we also got that backstory with Phoebe. Um, I love it. That, that that was the first person he was with after he got divorced. Keep developing Finn's character. Yeah, he's he been deserves here. it. He's been here for 19 seasons. Man, he deserves it. <laughs> yes. Every time we get a Finn episode, I'm just like, oh, good for you. But, like, we know more about everybody else. Literally everybody else. Stone's been here how long? And we can tell you that his father was Ben Stone, who was on the mothership. His sister had something. Schizophrenia? Something. Oh, right. I forgot about the whole thing. And then she gets murdered. Yep. Right in front of him. Yeah, we... We know so much more about him than we know about Finn. To be fair, Finn's, like, definitely not an open book, so it kind of makes sense. But, like, we as an audience could follow him without, like, the other detectives knowing necessarily. Which is literally what happened in this episode. Loved it. Um, All right. So he got taken in by Joe. She says, Finn, you owe us. You got to fix it. Dallas wakes up. Snake never put a hand on me. Um, We get... His alibi, because she was on her phone, and then he was at the Apollo. Um, it was a man standing in a room wearing mask, uh, a mask and gloves. She ran for the gun behind the bar. He hit her. We, at this point, didn't know if she was raped or not, which... I know that we've started episodes where there are homicide detectives who go, then we noticed this and called you. Yes, and true. At, no I, point, at the end of this, I was like, why is this an SVU case? At no point does SVU go, oh, this has nothing to do with us, and pass it off to homicide or anybody else. Yeah, this actually was literally nothing to do with SVU. Nope. Um, okay. So we then find, because Rollins is an Insta-stalker, that there's an Instagram video of the daughter dancing, and in the background we see Snake put in the code for the building. I kind of liked that touch. I was like, ooh, yeah. that's smart. I appreciate it because you'd think they'd have really good security. So Which like, they did. They yeah. were just being dumb. Dumb. Yep. Uh, so then we get <laughs> very minor detour. About the Diswar, which is how we got the name of this episode. That's the thing. I was like, oh, it's gotta be something with the Diswar if the title's Dis. <laughs> no. So we meet Arby Banks, uh, and apparently a lyric <laughs> is that his bitch should get what she deserves. Something, something, something. Taylor Swift, something. Yep. <laughs> Those lyrics. Correct. All right, we meet Snoop. Yay. Yeah, we do. He looked For great. a brief moment. For um, a fleeting moment. So... He didn't do it. Here's how we know is because I can't use my bitch as an alibi because I wasn't with my bitch. I'm going to need the name of your other bitch. <laughs> Trying to ruin my happy home. Yeah. So amazing. At this moment, I thought back to I can't even remember the name of the episode, um, but it was with the rappers and the trans model. Yeah. It was like a season or two ago. And I really wanted the bitch that he can't get that is not his bitch um, to be a man. Oh. I thought it would be so much more interesting, but we don't get to meet any of his bitches. We we don't care about him at all, essentially. No! Not his fans, not him. Yeah, tell and, us about the fans. Well, that's the thing. We're like, oh, the fans get super into these discords. Look at all these nasty comments on the internet. We don't try to contact a single one. We don't look into it at all. Like, we don't care. We don't care. Uh, I'm like, I yeah. kind of care. I think we should do that. Yeah, I think that it would have been reasonable to go, oh, let's look into stand culture and how toxic it is. Wait, you think that we should look into the diss track 
on a title episode called Dis? I don't know. <laughs> no. We're not going to do that. Nope. Um, so then uh, we find out that Dallas and Grandma Joe don't get along. Dallas worries uh, that Joe's going to waste everybody's money. She asks for a check for two thousand, uh, 250000 Then the whole story goes a completely different direction and gets incredibly confusing. It does, but I did love... Well, I don't know if we're here yet. Are we going to talk about Vicky now? Yeah, let's talk about Vicky. Um, I loved how shady they were towards Vicky. Yeah, this poor girl is running her own um, hair salon, and they're so rude to her. What if I said she was just investing with $250,000? Well, I'd say she has a better taste than this. Like, it was a beautiful I was like, that's hair salon. so savage. Like, this woman's just trying to run her business. She's it- an entrepreneur. Seriously, I I couldn't believe they trashed her. They were so rude. Um, so then Vicky claims that Snake and her hooked up, and that that's why she was paid off. Yes, which is interesting. Why is she? Why? Why is she claiming this? The whole situation's a mess. It was it was a little it was a lot confusing. I'm just gonna be honest. It was yeah. a lot confusing. So here's here's I'm gonna just we're gonna explain it real simple. I'm gonna okay. ignore my notes. Okay. <clears throat> At some point back in the day, Snake. Yep. <laughs> like a family tree. Like you I do a whiteboard in here. Snake murdered some guy named Malik. Correct. Malik had a baby with Vicky. Yes. That baby owns a mongoose bike. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so here's what happened. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Andreas, the looky loo with the bike, yep. went and beat Dallas yep. so that Snake would suffer. Because he killed his, his father, Malik. So I literally had to like draw it out and be like, <laughs> okay. Because it's like, wait, so... Because they just... Here's why. is because they decided to introduce names of people we don't know... Yes. ...without introducing the people or why they matter to us. Yep. They just started throwing it out. Like, Malik specifically, I went... Okay, so the ballistic report says that the gun under Dallas was not hers, it was not legally registered, and it was previously used in a shooting of Malik Harper. So then Finn talks to some dude... About some other dude in a folder. Yep. Which somehow gets us to Vicky again. Yes. Um, Wait, where does this former manager thing come in? That was also a thing that I was like, what? Excellent question. I don't get it. But he died two years ago. But like, why did we introduce it? To confuse you. I was so confused. Um, I really appreciated... uh, the questioning of Andreas where um, Benson is like, oh, so you're a big snake fan. And he's like, yeah. And she goes, well, I know that's not true. If you were a real fan, <laughs> you would have gotten so tickets months too. ago. I was like, damn, maybe he didn't have the money to calm down. You're like, so rude. <laughs> it was so funny. Because if he's that kind of a stalker fan, he's not going to go to the concert. He's going to wait at their home. Exactly. Why go to a concert? What a shady man. <laughs> But I if do you appreciate... were a real sneak fan, you would have been front row. I just imagined Mariska meeting me and going, if you're a real SVU fan, you would know this. 
I do. I That's do my know. dream, actually. Is to have her call you not a real fan? And just say anything to me. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> All right. Um, so then Finn decides, screw this case. Like, he goes so rogue and we never nope. talk about it again. So he, he goes uh, to Andreas. Yep. And he says, anything you say will not, not be used against you. you. I was like, wait, what? If I were this kid, I would go, lawyer. I know. <laughs> I thought he was faking him out. Right. I lawyer. Like, and I was like, wait, are you allowed to tell people that? And no. Use that? No. That's what I thought. <laughs> Can't do any of it. So um, they conclude that killing a person is enough. They should suffer. Okay. Um, and then Finn goes to Snake and essentially tells him what happened, which I think you're starting more wars. Like you, you're being like starting another disc war. Yeah. Um, everything you do in the past will eventually come back at you. Everything you do in the past will eventually come back to bite you. Karma's a bitch. Um, so hypothetically though, Snake asks, what if whoever killed Malik did it in self-defense? Would it matter? And Finn was like, if he can prove it. So essentially, we went, oh, yeah, you can't come forward with that, but also protect, he goes, protect your, your wife Gal and upstairs yeah. or whatever. Basically, he went, hey, this kid, you killed his dad, so he came after your woman. Also, he's probably going to murder your daughter. Good luck. Good luck. And that <laughs> concludes this. This. Which, again, start Orlando Jones, not Snoop Dogg. No, it starts Snoop Dogg. <laughs> we didn't see him again after the things about his bitches. This reminds me, because this is like my favorite story in the news right now, about how Gwyneth Paltrow knows nothing about the, <laughs> the Marvel truth. Universe. Yeah. Like, that's, like, he was the Gwyneth Paltrow of this episode. That's funny. I love it. Um, yeah, those are those episodes. It sure <laughs> was. Great. This was it, so confusing. It was, but like, just the writing, I was like, oh, this is so, like, the lines they said, like, the dialogue in it, I was like, what is happening? I also, for a good portion of the beginning, the first time I saw it, couldn't tell you which one of them was Snake and which one was Dallas. Those aren't names. No. <laughs> um, that said, once you realize that Snake's head has a snake shaved into it, sure. then you figure it out. Yep. Because for all I know, she was Snake. Yeah. That would have been great. She could have been Snake. Also, they started off with this whole thing about that other singer girl. Yeah. What did she have to do with anything? Ruby's trying to, like, assume that Snake did cheat on her somehow. I don't know. It's... uh, I don't know. Yep. This is where we are now. This is where we are now. Um, Let me tell you a little bit about something else. We will be back at 6 p.m. to talk about the last two episodes of the season. We sure will. Um, But until then, we have a poll going today. Yes. Um, Since we're talking about four episodes, we're going to keep it real simple. Which of these four is your favorite? That's a hard question. to refresh your memory. I haven't seen the last two, so I'll have to answer this next time. But go vote in the poll if you've seen all four. Exchange, dis, assumptions, and endgame. Right now, endgame is winning 56%. I I wonder if it's because of the conclusion. Right. I know what I know one thing that happens, and I'm like, hmm, it's probably because of that. Right. I I really wish we would have asked a different question. Sorry. No, with the same answers. The opposite question. No. I mean, you can comment your least favorite, but it's your favorite in the poll. It's fine. Um, And we'll tell you 
Right now, where can you find the poll? You guys can find the poll and me on Twitter at alphabet underscore Anne and on Instagram at Taylor underscore Gates underscore. But they can also find you in two hours back here. They can. Talking they can you. find you too. That's right. I'll be back here at 6 p.m. Pacific time to discuss assumptions and endgame. I'm Yell Teagle. I'm everywhere at Yell Teagle. That's Y A E L T Y G I E L. Why do I shout at the end? I don't know. You just want people to follow you, man. I do. I do. Follow it. Okay. We'll see you in two hours. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 